Hi, I'm James Norrington for Investors Chronicle. Um, today I'm joined by Wilhelm Gerdmann, who's Chief Technology Officer of Bitnuck.com, which is the Swiss regulated crypto exchange. Uh, welcome, Wilhelm. Good, good to have you join us today. Hi, James. Nice to have you here. Right now, um, so obviously Bitcoin has been uh, massively in the news. Um, uh, in the past year, we've, we've seen the value rise from $4,000 to $40,000 in a year. It's now hovering at around $38,500. But it's whipping back and forth, um, a highly volatile asset class. Is this a dangerous bubble and is it appropriate for retail investors? Well, um, well first, first of all, thanks for having me. And, uh, and I'm very glad to talk with you, James. And, uh, well, there is never one-side story for such questions being asked, you know. So I think uh, once somebody knows if this situation is, is bubblish or the situation is pretty, I would say, um, lined up, right, with the market and it's clean, so we would be able to make clear decisions. At this moment, I think we see the tendencies, which is quite obvious what we can look through the timeline, Timeline: what happened uh, with the Bitcoins in the past when we talk about halving, the, the period after the halving shows the tendencies that possibly the Bitcoin in, in this year could go nearly to 100,000 or so to that level. And I think that, uh, that obviously there are, you know, massive amounts of the reasons it could, it could go up or down but the, but the main situation is obvious that it could go that level. But with the volatility, yeah. is, is that appropriate for retail investors? Because, you know, we, we talk about a sort of a big target of, um, so, say, something go to $100,000, but, but for a retail investor rushing in, they put all their money in, uh, and then if it halves in value, the, the falls could be very violent on the journey up to, to a high point. Um, and, and you see sort of say that the UK regulator, the FCA, has told people to be prepared to lose all their money. So, so is that a case of regulators being a bit old fashioned um, or how, how should investors think about crypto if they are going to, to have it as part of their portfolio? Well, I think that um, that your approach, whatever asset you look into, should be, you know, safe type approach. You should never, you should really, I mean, see what type of diversification you want to to have, and obviously going like clearly with all your money into the asset class, which is kind of new, and new to the environment is is not the best way to do it. And it's not even about the crypto or any other type of the asset. So I would say yes. I mean, obviously, once the asset is still new to the market and it's uh, kind of young comparing to other assets, it's volatile to, to many factors, including social factors, social media factors, you know, various government decisions. So uh, you don't want to be too much into trust with uh, investments, which is related to other type of people's decisions. So to be, to be very exact with you, there is, there is obviously a chance that Bitcoin in near time uh, goes down or goes even more up. Uh, but uh, I think what we are trying to tell to most of our customers, which joins our regulated exchange in Switzerland, that you know, the, the main argument is to look into a long-time perspective. Um, and that long-term perspective... Um is it well, a lot of the bull case behind um, Bitcoin and other cryptos? Is obviously the um, uh, the erosion of the value of fiat currencies um, by by sort of um, ultra loose monetary policy, um, massive borrowing to fund um, big infrastructure projects which 
devalues the, the currency and uh, value their bonds. What are the secular factors um, behind crypto, and is it is it here to stay? Well, I think the the year by year it shows that um, the crypto is is becoming more and more stable into the market. Uh, the the answers probably lie in the regu- regulatory moments and the the questions which uh, cryptocurrencies can solve. And there are obviously a lot of, uh, of of the industries where cryptocurrencies are going to to solve the problems, and they are. While being new asset to the class, it gives a pattern others, you know, to look more deeper into it. And whatever they look deeper into it, they find new aspects of regulations of anti-money laundering procedures and they are being implemented. So I would say that, yeah, behind the moments are showing the clear patterns that institutional investors are coming. And, you know, the, the rise of the Bitcoin price, the recent rise is, is more than obvious that it goes through the stack of, that the Bitcoins are being purchased, the free Bitcoins are being purchased from the, from the regulated exchanges and other exchanges, and there is less and less free Bitcoins on the market which, you know, the, after next happening and after current happening, the happening of the Bitcoin, which left less Bitcoins are mined per day, and the, the, the demand is still high, and obviously that the price goes up. So um, to be exact, uh, how much of this pattern uh, is, is going to go forward is very hard. Uh, but obviously that when we see that uh, large players come and the large amounts are being put, the micro strategy and, and other examples show that, you know, people are trust in this asset and they do believe in that. And they are not uh, bulls, you know, they, they, these investments are pretty solid and a long-term approach. So that's, you know, I think uh, that's the pattern which shows which way it goes. So the more institutional players we have, I mean, the more stability we have because it's not based on emotions. Right, so there is, um, I think that they, the Bitcoin, when Bitcoin was founded, um, the, the supply of it um, has, has been, um, it's been set, so it was set finitely, am I correct in saying that? Um, but there are other cryptocurrencies out there. There's Ethereum, uh, there's Dogecoin, um, which, was, which was sort of uh, bid up a bit by sort of Elon Musk's comments about um, wanting to be paid in it. How should uh, investors, the institutional or retail investors, look at the different types of cryptocurrency um, and which which ones are going to have durability and stay around, and which ones are going to just disappear? Obviously, we always look into the into the history and then the community which supports the, the cryptocurrencies, and and obviously, if we look to the to the very very prehistory, you know, we see Bitcoin there as the very beginning of this era, right? With the Satoshi Nakamoto idea, and it has a very huge community behind it, and I think the community is the major factor to be representing the, the stability and the, and the progress of cryptocurrencies. Obviously, the, the top five, the biggest ones, they are, they are showing now the hype pattern, they're going up, and, um, and they are mainly solving the solutions, which stands. And if Bitcoin is, is remaining more like investment type, it goes more to investment type of the coin now. Ethereum solves more type of the payment uh, issues. Obviously, the problems, they are still persistent. You know, the, the, the transaction speed and the transaction price. It's also currently the factor which, which you know, uh, makes others to look for the new type of the solutions, uh, including Ethereum choice. So I would look positive to the, to the top 
to the top coins, but obviously I, I would recommend people to stick with the with the really major coins and and you know to be very very uh, cautious about getting into the new coins or the tokens, which usually is is mostly affected very very um, I would say influential by the small type of the decisions, and that brings a velocity. So, so just to summarize, I mean, if I were to say um, Bitcoin, what's it useful for in the real economy? Um, three things, and Ethereum, what that's useful for in the real economy. Um, Dogecoin, what that's useful in the real What would you say to, to each of those three, and, uh, and do you see futures in, in those, those three examples? Well, I, I mean, um, I would say that, um, that if we look to the, uh, to the Bitcoin, I would say that uh, Bitcoin should keep as a as an investment option to keep people their assets diversified from the traditional uh, fiat and traditional type of assets into the Bitcoin, which could be a good keeper of the crypto side. Ethereum, with its um, uh, if its pattern and the and the token platforms and uh, and the smart contracts could be a helpful and and progressing solution for payments. And the and the on top payments of the of the currency, and uh, well, to be commenting uh, Dogecoin, uh, I would say that you know I mean I'm not a fan of it, and I wouldn't be you know digging into this since I'm not even treating this as a major coin. Then, I, obviously, I know Bitcoin and Ethereum. What other are there any other coins that you would um, count as as part of the major currencies that that investors uh, should? consider as part of the crypto asset class as investable currencies I think that um, the that everyone should should be thinking of uh, of not just clearly finding the pattern where to invest and where to put but thinking what what type of the solution the coin solves right for example EOS they have a great technology behind and the coin is still is still not progressing that level that somebody would you know would expect it, but I think they still have a good time to to shoot out, and um, and obviously that uh, you know we see some examples with with like Ripple and so on that you know we never know the real the real stories behind. So to be recommending someone to be investing into some major coins or to be putting them into the top is always you know I mean that's what I would like to to stay out of this. Uh, but I would say that the main topic when you look into, you should be looking what what is the idea behind it, the idea behind the coin, and who is who is the, who is the people behind the coin, and how it was you know developed, and what problem it solves. And once you once you have some expertise in it, or you you put more due diligence to this, even even simple due diligence, you can find the way for you to choose your own coins or to use them. In your real life, and that would show you where to put your money in, and exactly, you know, part of your portfolio. I never recommend someone to put, like, you know, all of his money, or, or even half, or even third of his money. So it should be a very smart diversification. So, for example, um, investors might in a diversified portfolio, they might have say five percent in gold. As a, as a sort of a, a diversifier for other, what, what sort of percentage of a balanced multi-asset portfolio would you see as a reasonable allocation towards Bitcoin, um, Bitcoin or, or, or cryptos in general? I would say it would be reasonable to think about 2% of your portfolio to, to consider investing into the crypto-related uh, environment. 
So 2%, I mean, that, that, that sounds sort of sensible where the, where the risk of all the whipsawing and the volatility um, is diversified with, with other assets and uh, you, that way you're not going to lose your shirt um, speculating slightly on the, the price of cryptos, which, which, would, which would be sensible. It, also, James, I mean, just to add that uh, I think that that's absolutely right and I would never recommend to do it in a short time period. I mean, just clearly putting, I mean, all investment, investment portfolio per one, per one choice. I think always the option is uh, to choose the, the strategy and to go recurring way of, you know, of getting into crypto environment, which would let you to put the flat position into the price increases and drops and to get you yourself into the, into the line of the investment you know, way. But obviously, the this the sensible sort of balanced approach as a long-term investor with a tiny sliver of a of a balanced multi-asset portfolio. That that's not what's uh, been driving some of this mania. You've seen a lot of retail investors rushing in to buy Bitcoin. They're, they're sort of seeing it um, as as, a, as an easy way to become a millionaire overnight. And and you know that... these are the cancers of this industry. These are the cancers of this industry, and I think that that just drives this industry into the huge volatility i mean and obviously in the in the near future or in the in the in the simple future it should it should get you know uh, a normal amortization that that there is less and less such such cowboys into the industry because uh, because they create the you know the waves so so i mean you do have um unfortunately that they do affect the perception of the industry quite badly because if you think um I mean, in the UK, you know, obviously the warnings that we've had towards retail investors, there are, for example, ETFs um, where, where institutional investors can, can trade cryptos, which, which is a regulated product on a regulated exchange. And yet, you know, there's been restrictions placed on, on investors, you know, buying Bitcoin ETFs, which, which to me would be a sensible way of, of having a slice of exposure in a portfolio. So I wonder what your thoughts of that are and, and what is the sensible way to, to purchase Bitcoin as a as a retail investor, um, as part of your two percent of your portfolio, what's the safest oh, well, way to do it? I think this this is a very good, uh, the very good start and the very right approach to to be investing and in part of your portfolio into cryptocurrencies. And I think you should the first thing what you should choose you should choose the regulated the regulated institution which has clear books and it has the it has the you know uh, the clear surface how you proceed with that, uh, and later on you can justify your investments with your regulator, the regulators, if it's UK with FCA or uh, the same way in Switzerland with Finma. So you know there wouldn't be problems in the future for uh, for your investments and the and the decisions you made in the past. So I encourage obviously the I mean these players coming into the market because they bring this stability that we all want, and um, and I think that uh, you know to guide them through that there are a lot of you know I mean decisions which is which is based on other assets as well. So Bitcoin is not nothing really different in that approach. I think you should follow the common steps of investing into something and you know defining the strategy which you want to take doesn't matter if it's a gold or if it's a bitcoin i mean obviously it has the different different movement in the market but uh, as long you shouldn't be paying attention to short term you know uh, fluctuations if your pattern is a long term investment and vice versa if we understand and um, the ones who want to speculate and to become overnight millionaires i would say that there the, the, the were and there will be always the players who want to play a roulette you know and and 
and I just, you know, let them do that. It's, it's kind of, you know, I mean, uh, natural things, I think. So, so what about the, um, again, looking at the, the, the applications of, of, of Bitcoin specifically? So, so it's, um, it's, it's great because of the security of settlement and ownership. But there's sort of a, a dichotomy between that and the fact that it's very opaque in terms of ownership, which is at one hand an, adva- an advantage, but it's also uh, attracted a bit of uh, negative um, attention because of you know p- people like drug dealers um, and terrorists being able to use Bitcoin to, to launder money. Um, what other ways of um, Im- improving um, the image of Bitcoin, um, and uh, and in terms of, of the application in in legitimate enterprises, how do you see that growing? Um, and then uh, also, how, how do how do sort of central banks and governments um, you know feel about um, uh, sort of settlement and uh, and real life money exchange being done in in, in a currency that, that they don't control? Well, I think uh, it's a, it's kind of a self-cleaning mechanism, which you cannot really break through a control there. Um, and you know, I mean, there will be always someone shouting around that we have the we have the, the you know drug dealers or, or anybody else using the the protocol. Uh, but if we look to the to official you know results, I think that more or less you know less than than one percent of the transactions that that are being on the on the Bitcoin network, they are, you know, they are associated with a, with a black type of activity and the black market activity. So, you know, it's, we know that the protocol itself is very, you know, transparent. And, you know, obviously, if someone thinks that it's easy way to hide something and, to, and not to become it on the surface in the future, it's obviously not clear and not right position. Only the current situation, which still doesn't have a capacity to extract information as it follows, it still brings opportunity for short-term things to happen. But in the long term, term, we all know that the blockchain is open and many of the addresses are already and there are a lot of tools being implemented to associate address one with another to mark bitcoins. And for sure, I think in the future we'll have, we'll have the bitcoins marked with some you know, special marks in, internally with like associated with t- different type of industries and, and being black or white, if we, if we can tell like this, you know, clean or not clean, the ones that, you know, has to be processed for AML, additional AML procedures and linked to different countries, sanctioned countries, and, you know, for different proportions. So if someone thinks that they can, they can easily get out with that, I mean, it's definitely not, I think, not that easy uh, if we think smart about the future. So just the time now is still very young and very early for those procedures to be handled. So long-term perspective, I think that, uh, that uh, you know, there are a lot of mechanisms that can be included. There is obviously, you know, much more talks than a real type of the, uh, uh, you know, uh, like I would say uh, volatile environment into the Bitcoin protocol. Uh, we, we can announce that, I mean, and we know that from, from the wallet movements that most of the, of the Bitcoins are being held and they do not make any type of movement from wallets. And they are as a passive investment things, as same we know about the gold, that most of them, they, they, it's sitting in the basements being not used, right, as investment option. So, um, so there is a lot of, you know, possible ways 
how the situation can turn on. I think this will bring more uh, cleaned up situation than the banks will, will have the, the enough security protocols and enough security layers to join cryptocurrencies into their portfolios. And they are looking to that. There is a lot of developments into this. And obviously these players will change a bit, you know, the atmosphere of these transactions. Which banks um, are likely to sort of to get involved in the new um, crypto ecosystem? Is it, is it neobanks or is it traditional banks? Um, Absolutely. I can tell you, I mean, we are working with development, you know, IT development structure, with development technologies of, you know, custodian solutions. And there is, I mean, obviously I will not tell you names, but I can assure you that the major banks, the major players are already having the teams much bigger than the traditional teams to implement this protocol to their to their solutions and to their portfolio. And just nobody is shouting about that. You know, it's a, it's a very silent period that everybody is making their choices and integrating the options. And for sure, in the near future, it's going to bring up to reality. Well, that, that's interesting. So again, I'm obviously, if you, you can't can't mention names, but if, if you were an investor and you held shares in uh, in, in a major sort of uh, stock exchange listed bank, um, would you say that, that on the whole, that, that cryptocurrencies is an opportunity that these type of, of established businesses are are um, they're moving towards this opportunity well, or is it only sort of smaller? Um, smaller sort of neo banks, fintechs that are, that are appreciating this opportunity. Well, the, the, look, the neo banks and fintech banks are the, the first ones to implement the the you know the ideas. They are like you know the Columbus of the of, of this financial field. They want to, to find something and to find their way to the market. And obviously, they start the ways. But you know the big players. And uh, I'm very, I'm very confident what I'm, what I'm telling there, you know, because I'm, I'm a long time in this industry. The big players, without making too much noise, they are preparing their guns. You know, they are, they are already investing into the solution. They are making separate departments. Of course, their approach is more sophisticated, more conservative, but they are bringing up the patterns and they are trying to understand the technology in the safe approach. And that doesn't mean they have to share it with their investors or, you know, they just... They're, they're just more positioning it as an exploratory service and more type of the, you know, of investigation things, which will definitely will come into the way because, uh, because they understand that it's the future. The transactions is the future. No, nobody can wait the international transaction for three, four days mm. through a traditional. It's the, we know it's the past and we know it's going to change. And that's a fact. So the international transactions and, and the, the sort of the, the, the speeding up of things like um, settlement and custody of, of international transactions in, in things like equities and fixed income securities, is this an application that, that you can see crypto um, becoming integral to? Absolutely. I think I think I stand I stand with it. I believe to this idea, and I think that integrity between the banks for the look. I mean, we clearly know that the SWIFT organization, you know, they they are introducing the solutions, the blockchain solutions, into the market. You know, obviously, it's not that you know that not well integrated or not widely integrated, but uh, but everybody is trying to achieve the technology into their existing business modules. Some of them it's very hard to implement, and the new ones will arise. But definitely, we don't see in the next years transactions being connected through all type telex machines, which obviously brings a lot of machines, human type errors. But we see this mathematically being, you know, incremented through the different continents and being instant. And that's where the value is. 
So actually, so, so um, this is potentially revolutionary for a lot of um, industries, uh, financial industries, any 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 industry involved in the movement and settlement of um, of money and transactions. Um, so another way to play it is not necessarily owning the cryptocurrencies themselves. It's it's probably it's investing in the companies that are that are going to profit from this revolution. Um, and uh, so. Know, which uh, which countries and which stock exchanges um, do you see? Do you see sort of companies um, that, that are going to be trailblazing this potentially, um, where investors could 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 invest in them? Well, I would, uh, James. I would like to avoid myself of you know of um, of trying to lead people where to look into. But I can tell that obviously, if they do some research on the on the current market, there are you know major players who who develop the technology. And they are progressing in that. And you know, the main thing is, I would I'm just providing the overview of the of the sections and the possible you know uh, technology upgrades, which is interesting and could change the whole transactional area. Um, but um, the ones who even can do the surface investigation by typing the simple you know criteria of the new blockchain transactions, Swift blockchain transactions, banking blockchain, new protocol gateways. They can look into the players, you know, obviously Israel is taking a huge part into the technology development. I mean, United States, you know, it uh, also plays a major effect. And we can tell that a lot of industries uh, which start from neobanks and ending with a, with a gambling area, gaming area, they already think these solutions are irreplaceable and they're already existing long time. They're just bringing it to the surface now. So just, um, just uh, to finish, just... Uh, um uh, one another area that that crypto has been criticised is, is the amount of physical energy it, it costs it, it costs to mine um, new new cryptocurrencies. Um, I just want to explain a bit more why it's such a an energy intensive um, process and and why um, and you know what investors who are concerned about um, climate change and, and the the effects on the environment um, can do to sort of to to lessen the impact of their Bitcoin uh, investing uh, on the environment, um, if, you know, if they're environmentally, socially governance, ESG conscious investors, how should they approach it? Well, there is, there are, in every technology, there are good and bad sides, and we know that, you know, that energy consuming in this in this industry is the main factor that you know drives the the computers to make calculations, and I think that. I would say in this approach we would take in this situation we would take a bit different approach than some of the you know the major I would say I mean influencers and the the key players of the world were trying to help Africa to save the water they were not trying to you know to to put the new water tanks in the cisterns to produce more water they're trying to save the water in the toilets right and the flushing the water and saving the water in a different type way. So in this in this mining field, in the computer algorithms and calculations, I would say that the most efficient way would be not to think how to eliminate that. I think how the 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 way would be to think how to diversify the calculations to make it you know additional effect. So we all know that you know the computers which produce the the calculations they could be useful in in providing like the additional you know heat heat type of the services and the heat type of the on the power you know uh, stations so i would say that we would think we would need to think how to you know to use the power and to use the the produced energy 
to be re reused and re reconverted into di different type of data resources, which we could use. In that way, you know, we could think what we save and how we manage those savings. Okay, excellent. Um, so, uh, so Wilhelm Gurman, um, if you had um, just just to, to summarize, um, where, where do you think? Um, let's put you on the spot. Where do you think the Bitcoin price would be in in three years' time? If uh, if uh, you know, it's impossible to say really, but but you know, what's what's your gut feeling? Well, I, I will tell like this. I, th I don't want to predict the price. I think that it's, you know, I mean, it's not that, that interesting for me. But I would say that I believe that uh, that we will have the major cryptocurrencies, and I'm t I will talk about Bitcoin here uh, myself, that it could, it could go really to the level that the gold is in the market. And to reach the gold level in the market, what gold has with the amount invested in the gold, Worldwide, it could still grow twenty to thirty times from the current price. Wow! Well, that's um, that's that's possibly worth one or two percent of your portfolio then. Absolutely. Okay. All right, um, Wilhelm Gerwin, thank you very much for your time today, um, and uh, um, speak to you again soon. I'm sure. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Thanks a lot. I wish you a nice day. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.